All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. It's Tuesday. Got you. Why don't you do a little two for Tuesday? Get you not one but two pizzas from Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Not one but two daiquiris from Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Uh, they're located right there at Fan and Mart on the Res, right there in front of the Bowling Alley. You know where it's at. You know where Fan and Mart's at. One of the funnest little shopping complexes around. You got a little bit of everything there. But look, what they really have is the best pizza in Rankin County. Try the pig, pig, pig. I know I keep talking about it all the time, but they got 11, 11 other specialty pizzas you can try. But hey, man, there's so much more than just a pizza place. My friends Hope and Chris seem to go there, I think, about every Saturday or Sunday, and they're always posting their pictures. They get the pastas. They get the burgers. They try everything. And I've heard, heard zero complaints. They do it. They do it right. I'm telling you, the dynamite balls are to die for. It's cream cheese wrapped with some fresh smoked pulled pork, smoked on site, mind you, and uh, then battered in something, drizzled, barbecue sauce, fried. I'm trying not to talk about it because I want some dynamite balls right now. But, uh, give them a whirl, man. They're available on all major food delivery apps. Um, been open a little bit over a year now, and business is only getting better. You know, most restaurants don't make it a year. The fact that They've been over there a year, and business is getting better. Tells you they got a good product. People are returning. People are posting good about it on social media. You know that's no accident. You don't you don't accidentally stay open a year without great food. There's just too many options now. You know. So anyway, check them out. They're open daily at 4 p.m. Open till midnight. So that means they are serving good, fresh, made from scratch pizza, pasta, and more. Into the late night hours. Check them out on uh, Take a Break Deliveries and more. All right, Sean, uh, let's jump into the polo thing. All right, man. So we were up late last night in our group text talking about this thing, and I'd, I had stumbled across something in one of the uh, Facebook group, one of the local Facebook groups, people saying that they, oh, it looks like it's going to be a mistrial. Now, first, I'll clear this up. There can be no mistrial, right? She she gave directions for no mistrial. Well, I mean, there can be hung jury, which is a mistrial. You okay. know, it can be hung jury. I think uh, she did. Uh, what happened last night? If everybody's watching, is the um, they I think they went out play from about four o'clock. I think they got done with closing arguments, and uh, I think about nine p.m. Well, a little bit before that, hour before that, the jury sent out a note. It didn't they never said what the note said, but having did that for so long, I assumed the, the note said something to the effect that either they were asking a question about a jury instruction or they were saying we're deadlocked at a certain point in time, which means that they're hung up and they're having problems um, you know, coming to a verdict. Because the reason I think that's what the note that came out is because what happened next was she, uh, Judge Peterson issued what's called a Sharpland charge. And it's um, I know Ross Adams had actually written it out but um, and didn't say what it was, but it, it's called a Sharpland charge. And what that does is that's telling the jury to basically – Pretty please try to get a verdict. The simplest way I can put it. Like, you know, please try to work harder and get a verdict. And after that, it seems like they, um, the, uh, she wanted to dismiss them. I think maybe an hour after that, she wanted to dismiss them for the evening because apparently she said something about worried about them getting in their cars at that time of night, something like that. <laughs> and very, I, very, very, very kind of her and Jackson. I know that's what I was wondering. It did, uh, I guess Tom Fortner didn't want to, didn't want to do that, objected to that, but they did it anyway. So they're resuming to, uh, deliberate this morning i guess at nine o'clock and we'll you know we'll see if they get there uh right now usually in my experience after a sharpland charge gets issued you know 
it, more likely than not, you're in a bad boat as the state. That's usually the way it is. Um, now, I've had them, after that charge has been issued, have them come to a verdict. A lot of times what they'll do is what's called a compromise verdict. And they'll, so let's say they're split, but they say, okay, like in this case, there's two counts. One is murder and the other is convicted felon with a firearm. And they agree, well, let's convict him on the convicted felon with the firearm, but we'll not guilty on the murder. So that's a likely scenario, which I think you might see that happen today based on like that. Because first of all, how is he not guilty of the convicted felon with a firearm? He is a convicted felon. That was proven. And he had a gun in New Orleans. I mean, it, he is. So they you know they could so they could compromise on that and um and that that may be that's kind of way I, in my opinion that's the way this is headed at, at this point um now you never know it could be surprised they come to a guilty verdict on murder and that's what they should do because the evidence in my view is just overwhelming that he's guilty and, but um and i don't know the only thing clay i think they're getting hung up on is you know dealing with shadow for the most part and i think some of that gun testimony if i remember correctly but you know shadow is just um i watched it and you watched it i thought she's believable she's crazy she's messed up but sometimes those are the best witnesses because they're authentic because like you can't be that messed up like and be a liar you know what i mean like you're, you're telling that's kind of the way it works out sometimes i've tried my best to remove any personal feelings mm-hmm. from this trial and watch it as uh from just not as non-biased since you know him so well yeah yeah it's possible and I'm not, and I'm just sitting there looking at it. If if we if you, if you swapped out Polo Edwards for Clay Edwards, the bed jury would have been back there for thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and they'd have came back guilty. And if you're just looking at the evidence and everything, um, I, Tom did make some good, reasonable doubt. He things. did. He's a you great know, lawyer. You know, no doubt about that. Asked about the blood splatter. Why if he shot him nine times? Why weren't there any blood splatter? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a blood splatter expert. I don't know either. You know, I've never mm-hmm. shot anybody. Now, I mean, I don't know what distance he was either uh, from him. Either. I don't know how that hallway is. I've not seen any of that. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he was a little bit further away. I don't know what if they were contact wounds, if they were distance wounds. I have no idea what that testimony yeah. was. You know, um, what, what, the type of the type of ammo that he used is it one that would create an an, an exiting splatter? Mm-hmm. You know, versus just inner damage. Well, know? I'm sure in the autopsy it said you could kind of tell how close the f- shot was fired. Generally, you can do that by yeah. the uh, amount of you know, gunpowder and all that kind of things. Mm-hmm. On the, and the, whether it's a you know, contact wound, it's like the gun's right up on you and you get shot, and there's a little bit of a more of a mid-distance and a distance wound. And you can kind of tell that. But, um, and I don't know. I didn't hear the pathologist's testimony, so I'm not sure exactly what his distance from uh, Bobby Davis was. Maybe that would explain that. I don't know if that's going to be what Tom's talking about. But, the uh, yeah, I don't – I mean, think about it, Clay. What we got here, though, is we got Polo – is dead to rights on that cell phone stuff. I mean, he's four streets over, like eight, nine minutes before the murder. In the time frame that yeah, to do I, it and leave. And then he's rolling to New Orleans, you know, trying to get on a cruise. I mean, just he just had the urge to go to New Orleans after all this. And then you got Shadow, who is testifying that, you know, he was, he's in her house. I mean, she knows who he is. And not only she can't identify him, she can identify yeah. a lot about him. And, uh, and they're getting hung up on that. And I don't know, I mean... What is the? What do you think is the other way they could believe that Shadow's the killer? I mean, yeah, is I, that is that it? I don't. Even, even if you question if it was Polo, but given all the circumstantial evidence, how could it not be? Yeah. And if, okay, if you say okay, well, no, it was her. Well, does that then does that mean the state has to pursue her? I mean, well, I mean they don't have to, and I'm sure yeah. they wouldn't. But the um, the uh, I don't think they would because obviously they know that she's not the killer. Do they retry I mean, this thing if it's a hung jury? Yeah, I think they have to. 
I think they have to, to maybe coach Shadow a little differently to like not be such a lunatic. That be that would be my advice, I guess. You know, if I were, if it, well, what do you think she did wrong? I mean, from your perspective, I think you know it made her look bad. I mean, like, I think just the. I'm not going to say the emotional outburst because that happens a lot. Sure. But I think it just – she just looked too much like a – I'm going to use – she looked like a snake, man. I mean, and that's – I mean, I think it was like you caused this because you've like – you've got this pattern of you killed your boyfriend and now this poor Bobby Davis guy who doesn't – is not even having a sexual relationship with you, according to you, yeah. gets killed in your house by the guy that you're sleeping with who's, by the way, cheated on his wife and you're his paramour. And I think she just looks bad. She just looks bad. And maybe the jury, you know, juries care about that. I mean, she just looks like she's, it looks like a bad person. And uh, I think that's, I, mean, I think that may be hung in them up. It, it's plausible to believe, and I don't believe it, I don't think you believe it, or I mean, it doesn't, that she could, I mean, she's killed somebody before. And that's the argument. Maybe she did it again. And it was a domestic situation the last time she did it that she served time for. So I mean, it's, it's not unreasonable. Even though I think it's unreasonable in terms of when you look at all the evidence taken together. Yeah. But it's not – I could see where there's a couple jurors. You know, it's probably like – I mean, it's probably like 10 to 2 back there. 10 for guilty, 2 for not guilty, 9 to 3, something like that. A couple people are just like, well, there's still some reasonable doubt that Shadow may have done it. I mean, she's playing both these guys. They're, they're probably arguing that to themselves and thinking, you know, Bobby Davis is over here and he gets killed in her house and – yeah. I mean, I think it's I, mean, I think it's ridiculous, but I could see where that do you, came out. I mean, do you think that they're getting hung up on the wrong thing here? Do you think they're maybe getting hung up on the well? He he, he should have known what he was getting into, and he kind of got kind of you know kind of got what I don't want to say got what he deserved. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not articulating this properly. You know, he knew this was the price you pay to play the game. Yeah, and uh, you know, he knew this could happen. Type deal. I mean, right, because, like, you're playing with fire, you mess with that kind of a woman, you know. I yeah. mean, all of us have had that kind of experience before in the past. But, you know, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think, um, yeah, I think that's, I, I mean, there's. Man, I think that's completely implausible, but I'm just saying. Absolutely. Oh, I know exactly. It's inexcusable to have that thought process. This is murder. How, why, what we got us, got us here are irrelevant. Man, I've seen, Clay, I've seen juries do things that you just. I mean, it suspends disbelief sometimes. You just one night I was looking through. My, I've got the scrapbook, and you were asking, I think, me about the jury note yesterday. And I kept a scrapbook of my jury notes. Like I'd always keep them. Yeah. You know, and I've got the scrapbook with them. And one of them was I was reading last night was there was a house burglary case I was trying, and the guy broke into the house, went ruffled through the whole house, but left and didn't take anything. Well, it was eleven to one to convict him. And when the jury sends out a note, the jury says. We are hung up because one juror doesn't understand that breaking into a house and not taking anything is still house burglary, right? Because <laughs> it's intent to commit a felony. And uh, so, like, there was one juror back there that just couldn't get it through their mind. They finally did, and they did convict that guy. But it took hours that just breaking into someone's house and taking and not even taking anything, but intending to take something, but just yeah. not taking it. It's not breaking, entering, not breaking, entering a statement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and uh, they said so, like they just were like. You know, so there's you just never know. There's always that one per- there could be one person on that jury that is sitting there thinking that Shadow did it. Interesting. All right, we'll come be, we'll be blah, blah, blah. we'll be right back on the Clay Edwards show with Sean York Ron. We're not through with this conversation. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards show. Live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment's gonna be brought to you by our friends over at Guns and Gear right out there. In Gluckstadt, Mississippi, on Highway 51, you can shop them online, gunsingearms.com. Go check out their Facebook page. They got their deals of the day going on there. They just had a huge two-way tax-free 
weekend. Hope you went out there, took advantage of it. Looks like they sold a bunch of stuff. So whether you need to buy a gun, need gunsmithing, need seracoding, need ammo. They're the home of no limit ammo, by the way. And uh, hey, also sell them your gun. You're in a pinch, need to get a new gun, just need some cash, whatever the case may be. Trade your gun in. They can do it all there at Guns and Gear. No sense in going and having to deal with the pawn shop or any of that stuff. You know, sell sell your gun to gun people and uh, get your max value for it. You ain't got to argue about what it is, what it's worth, all that. They know. So it's always easier to deal with the professionals. Guns and Gear, proud sponsor of the Guns and Gear text line here on the Clay Edwards Show. And um, speaking of the Guns and Gear text line, why don't we go read a few texts from it concerning the polo stuff? Miss mm-hmm. uh, Sharon says... Sorry, I hit the wrong one there. Sharon says, I predict hung jury. Polo's attorney created enough reasonable doubt that Shadow could have done it. I I just disagree, but I I, I can see where people think yeah, that. Yeah, sure. I just disagree, and maybe that's my personal biases. I don't know, Clay, because I don't know him. I know you you know, yeah. were friends with him, but I don't know him. And the uh, and maybe I'm biased towards the state always, because I usually am. But the... um. The cell phone tower thing to me mm-hmm. cooks him, and I don't know. And like, and I think I told this on here before. Like, I have convicted so many people using that kind of evidence, and to me, that if they didn't have that, then I think that'd be different. But like, they've got. I mean, what's his explanation for just? Oh man, all of a sudden I need to go to the French Quarter to get a hurricane or a hand grenade. I mean, yeah. come on, man. And man, I also remember like, he had posted some Facebook story pics of him. Like pretending to be at Planet Fitness and yeah, that's all right. kind of other stuff. Yeah. Just, just, it was a bunch of, like the day after that or the day of. It was a bunch of chaos. Mm-hmm. It was a manhunt for him. The whole nine yards. I think the phone call to Anthony Fox or, or that that conversation. Sure. The fact that Anthony ain't on that stand is mind boggling. That is that is strange. And they, for, yeah. for either side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dennis Sweet was testifying yesterday that he'd contacted him. The uh, also um, if you're innocent, why are you? contacting these people and what is shadows why would would he have known it happened let's just pretend shadow did it or somebody else did it or whatever what why would polo have known so quick yeah exactly that's a dang that's a dang good point i mean why also why what's shadow's motive to kill bobby davis yeah i mean he 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 overcooked them turkey necks yeah i mean right the collard greens weren't good enough is that what he said he brought collard greens over there i mean that's turkey necks yeah i mean like what, what? What? Why would she just randomly? Kill, who had a motive to kill him? Uh, there's one guy, and he's sitting in that courtroom on trial for murder, who had a motive, to, you know, to kill Bobby. I mean, yeah. I don't see what why Shadow. This is a guy that's bringing you neck bones. Like you don't kill that guy. That's a guy that's yeah. apparently. Let's let's be real for a moment. That's a guy that's you're not sleeping with. That's doing the stuff you want done. You know how girls do this sometimes. Yeah. Like there's that guy that's kind of hanging around where he likes them and does all these things for them, and they don't. They kind of just you know. It sounded like he was that guy. Yeah. To me, like he at was least. you know trying to be Johnny on the spot, and yeah, she got ready to hook him up with some. He was going to be there to take it. He was going to take it. So you know, and he um, and so you don't. She's not going to kill that guy that's doing that stuff for him. She doesn't have zero motive. Polo, he's got a lot of motive. And then all the stuff he did afterwards completely point to his guilt. So I don't, you know, I, I, I don't get it. I, really I, don't. I don't. The fact we're even having this, I, I, I do not see where there's a, any doubt. <laughs> no, I, yeah, not I whatsoever. Feel, I just feel like we're not watching the same trial. I mean, yeah. Like, no. it, I, I'm telling you, it's like two or three jurors at the most. That's yeah. the way this always works. And they, you know, I mean, heck, it could be one that are sitting there and saying, "Oh well, maybe the re- it's reasonable doubt Shadow could have done it." No, it's not. There's not reasonable doubt that Shadow could have done it in my mind. Like it just is. There, it isn't. 
my doubt, and I told you this since day one, is never underestimate the ability of a Hines County jury to screw something up. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, or the DA's office potentially, but it sounds like Gwen's doing great work. Gwen is doing. I mean, if anybody watched her closing argument yesterday, yeah. I thought she just smoked it. And I didn't. She she was on fire. She was on fire, man. I just it was it was good. She's a she's a good lawyer. I love what she said about I guess the defense that tried to say that AT and T wasn't. Wasn't credible. How could you trust AT and T? Yeah, she's like AT and T don't know who Polo is. Exactly. AT and T don't know who Shadow Robinson is. They have no reason to lie about y'all about this. You know. The, the, it, <sighs> and then Tom Vorner's talking about Ernest Claude. Do you see that part where he says we don't know how reliable this cell phone? It just sounded kind of funny from a guy with like you know long white hair and a long beard, kind of looking like Father Time. That's talking about. He says, I don't really know much about technology. Well, why are you commenting on it then if you don't really know anything? I, like, let me tell you something. I know about that. I've used that so many times. This stuff is dead on for the most part. Yeah. And it's, and it's, uh, it, it's very reliable. There's not a question of like – like you said uh, – Gwen said apparently that AT&T does not know him. Like they yeah. don't care who Polo is. Like yeah. he was, you know, I mean, was data, he not? The data is the data. It sure got him in New Orleans correctly because yeah. that's where they caught him. So I knew he was there. Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure that's how they picked him up because they were pinging the, you know, the marshal service probably pinging his cell phone. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I just, you know, it's if they want to believe that Shadow was, or one person or two people want to believe that Shadow was a murderer, and they can, but it's that's absurd. Uh, this, if it is a hung jury, they have to retry this. Yeah, and we had a conversation off air. Um, do they do they let him bond out, or do they they keep him locked up, considering that he is obviously a flight risk? Yeah, you, you were saying you reminded me of that. Him being a, obviously he's a flight risk. I don't know. I mean, I it, I've seen it. I've had places where they've hung up, and the judge has given them a bond, and I understand why. Now, I've never had it in a situation where the dude ran to New Orleans. So I think that is a factor where like they're going to think about, but they're going to think if it's a hung jury, they're going to think seriously about giving him a lower. I don't know what his bond is now, but give him a lower bond. I mean, they're not going to release him on his own recognizance. I don't or think anything. he had a bond. I he didn't. It was, was no like, bonded because yeah, he was in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They may give him one. I mean, because you just can't. You know, I mean, you gotta. You're not going to just keep him there for as a pretrial detainee forever. Yeah. And I think they're going to have to do something about that uh or the judge is gonna be like we're we're retrying this thing in two weeks yeah which I usually mean, doesn't happen but she could, could do that could they could they use the the felon with the farm as an excuse to hold him without a bond well i mean if he gets convicted of that then they don't have to worry about it because he's already convicted of that can they still retry the murder if they do a split yeah i mean or? they could if they hung up on the murder they can retry the murder i believe so i believe they can i've never had that really happen before where they've they usually just come out not guilty on something yeah. I, I believe they can do that. I don't check into that. I've never, I've never encountered where we've, say, we've got convicted of one charge but hung up the other, and we retried the other charge. I've, at least I've never done that. But um, I've done it usually. Like I said, what happens is that compromise verdict situation where they'll not guilty, which is kind of where I'm leaning to what they're going to do today. They're going to not guilty on the murder and convict him on the convicted following the farm. But you know. And then I, Dude, then I, I tell think, you, I've seen crazy things, crazier things. They could come back and find him guilty on the murder and not guilty on the convicted fellow with the firearm. So you just never know. Yeah, well, here's what I think happens, and we've got a break. I think it's if I had to bet money right now, even though I 100% believe that he, the evidence shows he committed the murder, mm-hmm. I think it's guilty on the firearm, not guilty on the murder, or hung on the murder. Yeah, one of them. And, and uh, oh, I, had, I had a really good point. Oh, and I think they do not retry it because I think he was a he's a CI for Jody, 
And I think that's going to be part of the under-the-table thing. It's like, hey, we did our part. We can't retry it. We don't have the funds, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, if he gets convicted of the um, gun. We don't I mean, think we can win it. I mean, he's got possible 10-year sentence with the gun. Yeah. That's the max of that. I don't know under the new 2014. I call it new. That's almost 10 years ago. The um, What the percentage that he would serve of that, I'm mm-hmm. guessing it's a 25% crime. I don't know that. Um, and uh, so he's not going to – he's already served like a – He's already served like a year and a half, right? Close to it. Year and three months? Yeah, year and three months. So, I mean, if he gets convicted of the gun and she and Faye maxes him out, gives him the 10 years, I mean, he could be released like in six months, I guess. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back to close out the show for the day. This is The Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yorkeron. All right, welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, get down to Martin's today. It is what's for lunch here on The Clay Edwards Show. Let's see here. Pull up that menu. See what exactly they got on the menu today for lunch. Uh, wrong one. It's the top one. Uh, the today's lunch special on Tuesday. It's smoked ribs, but of course you got the entire menu to order off of. You can get the grilled chicken nachos, the mozzarella sticks, the fried country fried steak, and so so much more. Catfish, chicken strips, chicken parmesan. They got it all, man. Full. Menu there at Martin's Downtown JXN. And don't forget, constant live music. Every Friday, every Saturday and Sunday, $3 mimosas, $3 Bloody Marys. Football season starts this weekend. College football, get down there to Martin's, enjoy a game out on the patio. And more, live entertainment constantly at Martin's. Check out the schedule at Martin's Downtown JXN. Dot com. Sean, great show. I'm sure a verdict on the polo thing will come down uh, here by lunchtime, if I had to guess. Yeah, I think. And uh, y'all follow me on social media, at SaveJXN. No matter what I'm doing, I will stop and be a part of it. Sean, I will see you tomorrow, and we'll break it all down. Thank you. Right. ClayEdwardsShow.com for the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.